Welcome to another On the Road edition hosted by Stevie Kim. This week, she's in Sardegna at the Sella Mosca Winery talking with the general manager Giovanni Pinna. They talk about the winery's development and its vast vineyards and of course the wines. So stay tuned and remember, if you would rather watch the interview, you can by visiting our YouTube channel Mama Jumbo Shrimp. For more great content, follow us on SoundCloud or wherever you get your pods. Now, on to the show. Okay, hello everybody. This is Stevie Kim. This is the On the Road edition. In today, we are in this magnificent place called Sardinia, and we are at Sella and Mosca Winery with Giovanni Pinna. Is it Giovanni Pinna or Pinna? How do you, how do you pronounce your name? Pinna. Pinna. Giovanni Pinna. Okay, so uh, Giovanni Pinna is the historic member of this winery. He's currently the general manager of Sella and Mosca Winery. Giovanni, good morning. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, okay. everybody. Giovanni, listen, would you mind giving us some basic information about Sella and Mosca? A little bit about the history, just a small history, and where we are. I start where we are. Okay, great. We are in Sardinia. Good, good job. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Sardinia is a big island that is in the center of Mediterranean Sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is the mean about Mediterranean Sea? Uh, main is the, the position. We are in very good location for the viticulture. We have a lot of sun, wind, light. Good condition for the viticulture, especially for organic viticulture too. And uh, Selemosca is in northwest of Sardinia. And uh, the activity started many years ago when two Piedmont men came in Sardinia to start uh, with a, a special activity because at the end of the 18th century, most vineyard was destroyed. Okay, destroyed. Destroyed by philosopher. And the activity started with the new city. Sella and Mosca came from Piedmont in Sardinia to produce barbatelle. Okay. And uh, 120 years ago. Then, some years later, they started in uh, winery produced too. This is the, the, the story. And the activity go on actually in 520 hectares that we have. Yeah, that's that's... I, I mean, that's enormous, right? I mean, so 520 hectares. You are the largest winery in Sardinia, is that correct? Yes, it's correct. I mean, but, by far. But I think in Italy and Europe too, because uh, in Italy there are a lot of uh, uh, vineyard, big vineyard, but not in one corpo unico. In, uh, right, one um, entire like place, the piece of land yes, is so large, right? Only one piece of land. Right. Actually, we And is it continuous? Because we're here. I mean, I took a walk this morning and I was walking and walking and walking and walking. It never ends. Yes, never ends in the south part. But if you go in the north part, yeah. it's the same. So it's... So how long is the stretch here? Two kilometers. Uh, two kilometers. Oh, yeah. that's why. 
And then what about the north end? Yeah, the same, two and two. So it's four kilometers. Four kilometers. And yeah. all of your um, vineyards are here. Yes. No. Not or all. you have also additional sites. We have additional sites, but not in Alghero. Ah, okay. Whereabouts? Uh, uh, we have a very little vineyard in the southwest of uh, Sardinia, in the Sulcis area, mm -hmm. and another vineyard in northeast of Sardinia, in Gallura area, because we want to have the Carignano del Sulcis appellation, denomination, mm -hmm. DOC, and Vermentino di Gallura DOCG. And if we want to take these two appellations, we must carry on all the production in the area. The vineyard, the, vinific the vinification, the aging, and the bottling in the area. Uh, we have three pieces in Sardinia, the biggest in Alghero, mm -hmm. and uh, two smaller in Sulcis and Gallura. And where, where are you from originally? Are you originally born and raised in Sardinia? In, the, in this area. Yes, yeah, so you're like 100% Sardinian. Yes, yes, uh, I am, 100%. <laughs> I, I born, I grew up. You studied? I studied in Sardinia, but only in North Italy. Uh, during my master, I carry on a master in Piacenza. Mm -hmm. And then I studied in South Africa too during my PhD. So I know that as of last year, you're officially the general manager of Sela Mosca, right? But in reality, you've been with the company for a very, very long time, right? Yes. How, how, how did you start with Sela Mosca? How many years have you been with Sela Mosca? I have been 22 years. It's a long time. A long time. A how long have you been married? Um, the same. Yeah. Around the same. <laughs> One year more. I started like a uh, winemaker mm -hmm. and uh, worked in a different technical part, laboratory, vineyard, winery, mm -hmm. cellar, but now it's really different because general manager must know different uh, Job. Right, and mostly also the business, right? Yes, you you yes. are like an orchestra of the, like the conductor of an orchestra. Yes, it's not easy because in this uh, company we have a lot of job. Vineyard, winery, cellar, but also through the Italian, we have the falegnameria, l'officina. Oh, okay. You have uh, carpentry? Yes, we say an azienda a ciclo completo. Right. A complete cycle. A complete cycle. Oh, okay. Mm. That's very interesting. So, Giovanni, listen, tell us a little bit about, I mean, I have no idea what they poured us, but how many, give us a little bit of a skinny panoramic view of the different types of wines that you make here. Okay. In Sela Mosca in, in general, Sela. not just Alghero. In Sela Mosca, we have the principal Sardinia varieties. Mm -hmm. I talk about Vermentino di Sardegna, of course, Canonau di Sardegna, and Alghero DOC. In Sardinia we have many DOC, mm -hmm. but uh, very few DOC about the terroir. No? Many DOC are Vermentino di Sardinia, Canonau di Sardinia, Carignano del Sulcis, Vermentino di Gallura, Monica di Sardinia, all the DOC has the variety before the, the DOC. Mm -hmm. 
but in a, only Alghero has the terroir before the DC. Why, why and why is that? Why? Because uh, we we have a very uh, vocate terroir. Mm -hmm. No, uh, we have uh, some particular varieties. Uh, we want uh, battezzare. How you say battezzare? Baptize. Baptize uh, the wine with the name of the, the terroir. Right. We produce Alghero di Ossi, but Alghero di Ossi may, may be Alghero Bianco, Rosato, or Red. Okay, but Alghero di Ossi, what, what is the requirement for to make an Alghero di Ossi? The area, the varieties. Right, so the territory. The territory, yeah. And what about the varieties? What varieties are allowed to be made into Alghero di Ossi? Special Torbato. Torbato. Okay, there you go. Torbato. So Torbato is actually Malvasia di Roussillon, right? Yes, we, you can say Malvasia di Roussillon or in Spain Turbat. Ah, Turbat. Turbat. Okay. But frequently they uh, transform it with some other varieties. Mm -hmm. We produce Torbato 100%. It's not easy. Is it so? Is it difficult to cultivate? It's difficult in winery. So, so both winemaking and vineyard management. Yes. And why? Why is it difficult? What are the difficult, um, difficulties? It's difficult because uh, in vineyard, Torbato has very long period between April October. So it's Maturate. a long growing season. Yes, growing long season, mm -hmm. and the the maturation, the harvest is really in uh, at the end of September, mm -hmm. first week of October. Uh, depend if you want, do you want to? See, you must make uh, sparkling, of course, harvest before, no? but it's very long period. And uh, it's difficult in cellar too in the winery because it, it's difficult to clean the must before the alcoholic fermentation. Mm -hmm. no? uh, we have a lot of pectin in the must. Uh, it's not easy to clear the must. Okay. And the wine too after. It's not clear it's not easy to clear the wine. It's it's hazy. It's um, uh, torbido. Yeah, hazy. Yes. So in, in it's almost like the name, is it torbata? Maybe. Maybe. Do you think? Yes. Because mm. that's what it means. It's yes. like hazy. It's, yes. Right? Mm. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about that. So, but so can, is it fair to say that, you know, of course, everybody, you produce Cananelle, Vermentino, but can, is it fair to say that Torbato is actually kind of your, I don't want to say your signature wine in a way for Cela Mosca? I think so, yes. Torbato is the most representative because only Sele Mosca produced Torbato. But we produce Torbato not only for some uh, style, mm -hmm. pelographic style. Right. We produce Torbato for economy. We produce around one million bottles here. From wow. So what is it in terms of the tasting profiles? Like what is Torbato taste like? And what is it similar to? Because most, I don't think most people have tried Torbato, right? I know. It depends. If you, uh, Torbato is really interesting because you can uh, transform it from sparkling to Vendemia Tardiva. Okay, late harvest. Late harvest, mm -hmm. no? But the characteristics change during this uh, period. In, uh, yeah, because if the growing season is from April to October, yes, right? Yes. 
But the most representative note characteristics of Torbato are the, the, the aroma, not strong like Vermentinos, can frequently go in the tropical right, right. but in uh, citrus, orange skin, pear, is not strong. In but the, what, what about but the acidity? Because I tried one, one of your Torbato um, sparkling last night. Right, it, and it seems really acidic. Is that a characteristic of torbato or no? It's the characteristic of a torbato if you harvest it at Early. August. Yeah, and we want this acidity in yeah the for the sparkling wine. Sparkling wine because you want low alcohol. Yes, and, low alcohol. and the crispy freshness. Crispy, yes, and freshness. And but if we want more body. We must wait at October, and of course the acidity go down. Right. But another characteristic of Torbato is the sapidity. We have the vineyard very near at the sea, no? Mm -hmm. And frequently the... How far is the sea from the I, I vineyard? I think three or four kilometers. Yeah, no it's more. like, it's, it's, it's also right near the airport. I didn't realize you guys were so close to the airport. Yes, yes. So just so three, they, you, you yes, can... Yes, five minutes from yeah. the airport. And uh, the, the Mistral frequently bring the, the, the saltness. On the from vineyard. the seaside? Yes, on the grape too. And you can test the, the, the sapidity, the salt in the in Torbato. But it's mostly in the grape skins, right? Yes, in the grape skins. So when you're making the wine, you can taste the sapidity? Yes, you, you can, you, you taste it. So what are some of the, because I look at here and I'm looking at your vineyard. It's, I mean, it's such a beautiful view from here, but I'm looking at your vineyard and it seems pretty flat. Is that correct? What is the is altitude here? Around uh, 20 meter on the, yeah, on the, so, on the sea so level. It's, yeah, it's mm. like sea level, right? Mm. And it seems very, this, this stretch of, I don't know how many hectares, how many hectares is this? Is it 520 this hectares or including no, the other areas? No, no, including the other areas because we have 650 hectares. Right, okay, so but, how big is this stretch that we're seeing right now in Alghero? Quanti hectares? Yeah. Con la vite? Yeah. 520. Yes, so like yes, all of this seems pretty similar. Are there different microclimates with different areas? It's flat, but it's not the same in all the... Yeah, that's, that was my question. Mm. So there are different microclimates. We have different special in the uh, pedological profile. Okay, you know? this, so the soil. Four or five different zones okay. you know, from the soils. You know? What kind of soils do you have? We have... Uh, Clay. Clay, but also sand. Sand. Sand and the... Uh, uh, strati più profondi. Okay, a deeper yeah, layer. We have calcare. Okay, all right. And we have four different areas um, where we put the different plant. Vermentino, uh, for instance, grow up very well in the cario areas mm -hmm. and Torbato too. Mm -hmm. And um, and so and and what about Cano now? Cano now we we put Cano now in the sand area. Right. And uh, we produce. So it's more fertile. Yes, more fertile. But um, we produce Canonau in Alghero. But uh, Canonau, we, uh, all, uh, in all Sardinia, we can produce Canonau. But Sardinia, somebody said, says that uh, 
Sardinia is like a continent, no? Mm -hmm. You can find different canonaos in Sardinia, from Alghero, from uh, uh, central of Sardinia, from south of Sardinia. Mm -hmm. In this area, canonao is a special uh, Mediterranean canonao. You can taste the balsamic note, you can taste the tannin is very low, it's not strong in body. Frequently strong in alcohol, okay. but not in body. Like a Pinot, for instance, or right. like a Nebbiolo. And, and hence also the alcohol ranges can be different, right? Yes, but, but, but it's fairly high, right? Canonau in yes. general? You can taste different Canonau, but frequently the alcohol is high. Because the sugar during the maturation go up very quickly. And the polyphenols, no. Right. Uh, um, you, you wait the, the, the tannins, no? the sugar go up. But you must wait the tannins if you want some body structure. Right, for the balance. For the balance, yes. Right. But the sugar go up. How is the kind of now different in terms of the wine and the grape? For compared to Grenache, because it's really the same grape, it's the right? Same. Yes, Canonau is uh, similar to Grenache. Is the similar family, family. right? Uh, Garnacha too. Right, Garnacha, yeah. Garnacha too, but uh, our Canonau is stronger in uh, cherry. It's in, it has stronger cherry flavor. Yes, cherry flavor and in violet too. And violet. So when you're doing, you know, let's say there's a blind tasting, and there's of course, it depends on the winemaker, but let's say there is a Grenache, there is a Cananao, and there's Carnaca. How would mm. you be able to recognize them, for in my, your opinion? You're a winemaker. For my experience, yeah. you know, I tasted the, the Garnacha. Mm -hmm. uh, Garnacha is stronger in color. You can it's taste two different Yeah, usually uh, darker. Glasses, you can see very <laughs> immediately the difference, right. no? Garnacha is stronger in color and frequently in structure. And uh, Garnacha, I, I, I tested Garnacha in a blend, mm -hmm. especially in Chateauneuve du Pape. Mm -hmm. You know that in Chateauneuve du Pape they use different grapes. Yes, yeah, like 13 different 13, grape varieties. You know? But uh, predominantly Grenache. Grenache. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think in, in Chateauneuve du Pape too is stronger. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm talking about Alghero area. Right. Bef because if you go in the center of Sardinia, you can find some Canonau more similar at the Grenache and Garnacha. Okay. It's more in this area, the Canonau is more elegant. So, you know, um, I'm going to ask you a question. I know, like, it's like asking a parent who your favorite child is, right? How many children have you got? One. Once, I said, that's not a problem. But usually when, it's like when somebody asks you, who is your favorite child? It's an unfair question, right? But it's a all of, yeah, it's a difficult question. What about out of all the wines, how many wine labels are there? How many wines do you make in Selamoska? How many different wines? Around 20 wines. 20, okay. Out of the 20 wines, Okay, have you got a favorite? What is your favorite wine and why? After the moment, for me, the favorite wine is uh, Catore. Catore. Catore, that and is Torbato. It is Torbato. With uh, one year's age. In, in barrel 
or no 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 in bottle oh Gen in bottle bottle in aging yes yeah bottle okay age. and why is this your favorite because i think it's the very strong expression of this area i think the wine must be the expression of one area one territory one territory so i'm going to ask you some business part right so of course, you know, Sela Mosca has a long history. I remember that when I went to China, maybe about eight years ago, when I started going to China, um, and they were talking about Sela Mosca as one of the pioneers because you did a JV, right, in China. Can you, were you here when that happened? Yes. Okay, yes. can you tell us a little bit about that and the, and, his, uh, the story about how Sela Mosca went story, to China? Uh, about Sele Mosca and China uh, is a story that started with the Bonomi owner. No? Bonomi was a very lungimirante. Yeah, forward thinking. Yes, yeah. forward thinking. Mm -hmm. And uh, he think that the China was a potential market for Sele Mosca and started in this and, and what? When was that? What year was that? How many years ago? Uh, I think uh, 30 years ago. So in the 80s? Uh, 99. 99? 99. 99? Yes, 1999. Okay. Um, but maybe so 20, 20 years ago? 20, 25, 20, 25 See, years ago. Yeah. But maybe, probably, was... Uh, it's, it's okay, it's also Attilio. He does this all the time. <laughs> he always has his phone, and we're interviewing. He has his, he's like, I can't talk right now. That's just a typical. Okay. But maybe was really early. It was too early. It was too early. Did you uh, do the um, investment, you know, to decide to do production? to produce wine in China, right? With yes. with local partners, with the Chinese partner. Yes, the Chinese partner was a cooperative. Right. The cooperative produced the, the grape mm -hmm. and we transformed the, the grape. There was a cooperative and there was Selle Mosca that... And how long did you do the cooperation for? Well, I think the cooperation go on for uh, uh, 15 years. Eh? Right. And yeah. then, and, and and was it successful? No. 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 Because, and what were the difficulties? Because I the feel like... The difficult was the, the, the vineyard. Mm -hmm. The vineyard, the grape don't, uh, that, that doesn't was good for grape. For, and what, uh, what, what did you, what did you plant in terms of grape variety? Merlot, international variety. Right, okay. Merlot, so like, Cabernet. Okay, so like Bordelais and yes, Burgundy, yeah. like yeah. the French grape varieties. Si. Si. But it was too early. Yeah. Mm. Would, do you think you would go back to China and do something like that again? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because people think China is an El Dorado, right? Like they think it's so easy because there's so many Chinese, right? Uh, right, but uh, my opinion is not correct. Okay. Many many businessmen think that China is a, a strong potential market, but I don't know. Uh, I don't believe. I don't believe because I'm not not 
Now. Now. Yeah, it'll Not still now. it'll still take some time. Because uh, you must uh, uh, change the culture about the 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 drink. Right. You must change the, the culture. It's not easy to change the culture in one... Uh, the wine, wine consumption. consumption. Yeah. yeah. So listen, I want to ask you one last question. You know, this is my first time actually in Salamorska. So if you were to... I know we're going to do a lot of tasting today. Okay. But, and then you, maybe we can... That can be the last question. But... If you want to communicate to the rest of the world what Sala Mosca is today and where it's going, how would you say that? What would you like for our listeners to know and understand about Sala Mosca? Sala Mosca is Sardinia, of course. Yes. It's a special part of Sardinia. It's the history of, the analogical history of Sardinia. Mm-hmm. Sella Mosca changed the, 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 the style in the Sardinia wine and Sella Mosca export and uh, bring the Sardinia in all the world. Sella Mosca is the vineyard, Sella Mosca is the, uh, the, the cellar, Sella Mosca is special the persons that work in this company. We have around 100 colleagues but hundred and uh, everyone is uh, an ambassador of Salemos mm-hmm. because a lot of people born in Salemos right right everyone believes in Salemos mm-hmm. Salemos is uh, this thing that I say now and uh, of course some special varieties like Torvato that in the world only Salemos produce Okay, so what is your ambition? Like, what do you, what, in the next three years, what do you want to accomplish? What are your objectives for Sela Mosca? The, our ambitions uh, are uh, go up the percezione. Yeah, perception. The perception of this company mm-hmm. that in some uh, years ago go a little bit down. Mm-hmm. And we want to go very up the perception, mm-hmm. and we want to increase some number, okay. especially in the Oreca field. Right. And we want to work with the GDO, the moder- Moderno, mm-hmm. in a very middle, in good rate, quality, price. So but good value for your money. Yes. Like high good, high quality, good value. Good, high quality, good value mm-hmm. in the deal in, in GDO. Right, in the supermarkets and the retail well, shops. Well, we are present in really strong quantity, mm-hmm. but we want to give uh, this consumer very good wines, high quality, uh, uh, very representative and. Uh, this is the ambition. Take two, two canali. Mm-hmm. Two channels. Two channels with a very high quality in both. Mm-hmm. Great. And increase the number. Yeah, because it, we have the grape for increase the number. Right, you have the potential. The potential. Okay. So now what I would like to do is we're going to close up the, our conversation. But would you mind telling us 
the wine that we'll be tasting today. We, you set up like four flights, right? With the ambassadors today. Tell us a little bit about the wines where we will be tasting. Uh, about the tasting, I prepared four flights. Mm -hmm. One about Vermentino. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we, te we will taste one uh, Vermentino from this area, young. Mm -hmm. One from Gallura and one from this area, but not young. Okay. The second uh, is uh, four Torbato, mm -hmm. two sparkling, one Charmat or Martinotti, one uh, uh, Metodo Classico, Oscari, and one Torbato still but uh, young, mm -hmm. and one Torbato aged. still aged. Okay. And then two Canonau, okay. one from this area, and one from the center of Sardinia, where we have a, a collaboration with San Vignaron. Mm -hmm. And the last are two red wines. One is a blend between Canonau and Cabernet, mm -hmm. and one is Cabernet 100%. Okay, great. We so want to give at the student at the, the, a complete panorama about... Uh, yeah, I think we will get a very good idea of the uh, Sardinia as an introduction because today is our first day of the program of the Gita Scolastica, so we're very much looking forward to that. And thank you so much for hosting us today. Thank you, Silvia. Okay. Chin. Chin. Chin, chin. We say in Italian wine podcast, chin, chin with Italian wine people. Chin, chin. Oh, chin, chin. Until next time. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin. guys, I'm Joy Livingston and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.